guys don't know what it's like to feel real pain. You don't know how to respond. You don't care about anyone. You just want to poke fun at me and everyone else that just calls in. Well, for me, this is just the end. I hope this just proves something to you. Goodbye, you sick motherfuckers. Oh yeah, my favorite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast. Cause it's a very good podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a funny, 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 funny show. Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, G. Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, uh, your lack of festivity today mm. is uh, rather provoking. You're not even wearing green. You're wearing like brown and red. Brown and red. Brown and red. Like, what the fuck kind of color combination is that? I didn't have any orange. <laughs> so. Brown and red. Yeah, I, I don't wear any orange. So, Are you I, doing I, that just to like, you know, give the finger to the Irish or something? No, because I'd have to like give a shit. To, <laughs> to, 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 yeah. You know, I've had. A, I like the Irish. I don't like the descendants of the Irish who live in America. You don't like drunk Irish man day. No, That's what that no. is. I don't. I mean, I growing up near Boston, I find those people fairly intolerable. Um, I, I've never really actual Irish people are very charming. I mean, whatever. I've gone out on St. Mm. Patrick's Day. Mm. It's fine. I, but one one thing I've always wondered: mm. in Ireland, do they go fucking ape shit and drink green beer and puke all over each other like they do here? Probably, on St. Pa- on St. Patrick's Day, not I, every day. I know they do that every day. It's a good question. Yeah, I I, I don't know. You know, I, it seems like I don't I, know. I, I never. Mm. Yeah, I never quite got mm. it. You know what? Uh, I had maybe three friends mm. um, one of them I haven't seen in a while I'm probably not going to see her in a while because of this she she sent me this like picture of her wearing like a green hat mm. and like one of those green feather boas and she's there with like three of her friends these dudes and they're all getting wasted on green beer at some mm. like O'Reilly's pub or something downtown mm-hmm. and she's like where the fuck are you why aren't mm. you coming down for this and I'm just like you, you don't know me very well mm. <laughs> that's like the last place I would ever go yeah. right now I, yeah, it's like I don't need an excuse to drink. You yeah. know what I mean? Just, I, I drink Jameson anytime I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to do it on March seventeenth. Yeah. Mm. God, I hate St. Mm. Patrick's Day. We are recording together. We're in the same fucking room. It's two cameras. 
<laughs> every time. There's one every time. There's one every fucking time. Well, we could. Jesus you know, fucking Christ. That's the thing. So we stream the show on, on the YouTubes. Yeah. And uh, we could. Like, Harrison is so adept, so technically adept, yeah. that he split screens it. But we could just do it with one fucking camera. Yeah, but then it's, like, on the bed, and it's, like, if I look at it, then it, like, moves. You yeah, know what you, I mean? You know, you fart, that's even more over. annoying yeah, to me. It's, it's to me. It's just, it's, you know. It is tough. Yeah. Um, mm. But, yeah, you know, the only thing about St. Patrick's Day I do like is shamrock shakes. Yeah. And I haven't had one yet. I'm going to probably go out and do that. And I know people, if you, if you want a good time, just go get some Jameson, pour your Jameson into a shamrock shake, and just drink it and watch people puke and piss all over each other. The girl drink drunk. The Irish pub. That the, is. The girl, girl drink, drink drunk. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a Kids in the Hall sketch. Yeah, that was a good sketch. Um, so anyway, we yeah. thought we'd be somewhat festive here on mm. Sick and Wrong and try to come up with a, an intro topic that relates to the Irish. And so I was, yeah. like Harrison brought that up, and I'm just like, well, who gives a shit? Yeah, and then uh, you did come up with a good topic, though. Well, we we waited longer, I think, to you know we were like, oh no, what do we you know? Well, did you realize it was St. Patrick's Day this weekend? No, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I didn't no know until Friday because yeah. at my work they had a bunch of donuts, green donuts mm. from Krispy Kreme, we did, and I was just like, what's the occasion for green donuts? It mm. didn't even dawn on me. I didn't even. I didn't even. Um, it didn't occur to me until this morning or something. I was I was having a cigarette. And there's like um, an elderly um, African-American woman that lives in my building that is very uh, nice to me. We have we exchange small talk, but she had a little t- <laughs> one of those little tiny um, green bowler hats like hanging from the, like on the corner of her head. <laughs> And that's how I knew. I was like, oh. Is she heading down to go do some car- I don't know Irish what she car was bombs yeah. at, at O'Reilly's Pub? She also told me it was going to be a nice day today. Oh. So she's apparently my main source of news. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's just your like guardian angel. Like woman. Benevolent 80-year-old woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of takes so. care of you. Uh-huh. Huh. Isn't that a trope? Like the magical... Uh, is she magical? That is a trope. Like she's, the magical, she's not like, magical. black guy. Yeah, we just, like, we'll talk about the weather, you know? I yeah. don't think that's magical. Yeah. <laughs> she just happened to provide me a lot of information Has today. she ever, like, you know, invited you over for, like, a tuna casserole or something? No. No, I never. We, no. Have, would you go so, that far in the relationship? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. But why would you invite me over for a tuna well, casserole? That, that's a good question. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know. I mean, maybe it'll happen one I day. I would fucking murder... Some motherfuckers for a tuna casserole. A tuna casserole. You know, I, haven't, like, I, haven't, I don't even know how long it's been. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to make that. But. My God. Anyway, yeah. we're coming. We're trying to come up with a uh, a good topic here that would be mm. somewhat festive, and uh, you, Harrison did. Harrison pulled through. Okay, um, we're going to talk about the Scissor Sisters. Yes. Who uh, is like a I think an LGBT friendly band, but also what was their song they had? It was like we're going to take your mother out. Tonight or something wasn't it? I don't, it the, no, I don't think I've ever listened oh, okay. to the Scissor Sisters. Okay, but uh, when I was looking at doing some research, I'm like, oh, it's an LGBT friendly band. Yeah. So they uh, had a song in just, like 2006 or something. Are they I still around? Are they? Uh, I don't know. Huh. But I remember it was like, we're gonna take your mother out or something. Well, did they you get know? their name from the Notorious Scissor Sisters? I'm assuming they did. Uh, I don't think so. Oh, really? It's independent. Yeah, it's independent. They probably got their their name from 
Are they the, 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 the comically move? non-existent lesbian uh, sex act? You know, I thought that actually. I thought that sex act actually called trimming. Okay. Isn't it called trimming? Like T R I B B I N G. Tribbing. Tribbing? Yeah, look it up. It's oh, called yeah, that, tribbing. That's when you have sex with um, uh, a tribble. <laughs> no, it's from called Star Trek. <laughs> look up tribbing. I'm pretty sure it's called tribbing. Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure there are things that go on that are, uh, you know, uh, well, verging on the, the legendary Well, scissoring is because, like, some drunk frat boy yeah. is watching porn up. It's like, oh, it looks like the scissoring. Yeah, it's probably just the tangled limbs akimbo you know positioning that one finds oneself in sometimes well i think it's the mashing together yeah. of labia right like you, 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 right. you smash your labia together yeah. and you move your legs around yeah. i think that's what the term is but that's that's probably where the that's band, what I guess, the hokey pokey is all about my friend <laughs> i guess that's probably where the band got their name right is it tripping i mean they, what they, they, see they get cool names they, they don't have to deal with fraudage oh you know? fraudage yeah yeah, yeah. frateur um Anyway, it refers to lesbianism. That's what trimming is? Tribbing de derives from the Greek tribe. Oh, no, and to rub. To rub, see? Yeah. Okay. Rubbing their labia together. Okay. And then they turn themselves around, mm. do the hokey pokey, shake they, it all they, about. They, I don't think they rub their um, vulvas and clitoris together. Yeah, that's what scissoring is. You know, the labia, you well, know. Whatever. Oh, it's all in the, the same. The whole thing. It's all in the same The mix. whole package. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well then i guess maybe what, these, are, what were we even talking about the scissor sisters right yes so, those yeah ladies. apparently they probably yeah. got their name from mm. the act of scissoring right. whereas these scissor sisters mm. got their name mm. from the act of murdering a man mm -hmm. with uh, a stanley mm. knife not even scissors mm. But close enough. Uh, we're referring to uh, a notorious case that uh, is still referenced in Ireland. Yeah, that's the thing with Ireland. Like, you know, I was doing research about on their music and uh, you know, their culture. It, it's mostly drinking. And yeah. most of their stories have to do with drinking. Although James Joyce liked farting on women. Or he liked women to fart on him. Remember that? Did he? Yeah, you never got any, never heard that. No. James, yeah, James. You sure Joyce. not thinking of Lou Reed and the the glass coffee table kind of thing? I never even heard uh, that. Lou Reed was into the glass coffee table? Yeah, you know, the glass coffee now, table. James Joyce used to write sonnets to women about their farts. Okay. Yeah. Now, did he, or did was he just being an edgelord of his time? You he know could, what I mean? I think that guy was into farts. Okay. Like, if you read how descriptive he is and the type of farts and the, how he could, he could smell a fart and know the girl. Yeah. The ghost shit. Yeah, no, this he guy, has, yeah. Yeah, he, he should write for Spencer Gifts posters. But anyway, I was looking at mm. uh, serial killers uh, from Ireland, and uh, the Scissor Sisters definitely are towards the, the top yeah, of well, the list here. Serial. They're not really serial yeah. killers, but they're, yeah. they're murder, murderesses. Murderesses, murderesses. yes. Uh, Linda and Charlotte Mulhall, two mm. sisters from Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. Uh, they're well known for having killed and dismembered a uh, Kenyan immigrant. Kenyan immigrant. I don't know. How do you say it? Kenya? Kenya? Kenyan. Kenyan. Yeah. A uh, Kenyan immigrant named Farrar. Kenyan. You say Swale Kenyan. <laughs> Kenwa. Mm -hmm. uh, they murdered him in uh, this Kenyan immigrant in 2005. Mm. Um, I wonder if they're pro-Brexit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Isn't that the whole problem? Is that is Ireland's causing Brexit issues? Well, yeah, because Northern Ireland... Um, is part of they the want to have a yeah. They want to have a, a, a you know... Uh, whatever border, a flexible border between Northern Ireland and Ireland, 
which would be very difficult if, if Ireland is the EU and the UK is not. Is not, yeah, yeah, yeah so it would be difficult. It's apparently it would reignite the troubles, according to some. So what, they're not able to ship the green beer across the border? I think that's the problem, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah the beer baron. Is uh, the green can't... beer of Southern Ireland, is it more potent than the green beer of Northern Ireland? <laughs> Uh, yes, so the legend goes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is their uh, most uh, successful export. Yeah. That's the green beer. Mm-hmm. Um, Noor was killed with a Stanley knife wielded by Charlotte and struck with a hammer by Linda following a confrontation with the sisters and their mother. Fucking Linda. Uh, Kathleen Mohall, who she was, yeah. whom uh, he was dating. So the Kenyan immigrant was dating uh, the Scissor sisters' mother. Um, his head and penis were sliced off, and the rest of the corpse dismembered by the women and dumped in Dublin's Royal Canal. I will get into the okay. details of the murder in quite a, quite a bit, but it's quite mm. scandalous, quite sensational, and definitely made the headlines. People in Ireland still talk about it. Yeah. Which I'm surprised, because they're so drunk all the time. How do they even remember what goes on in the news? Uh, or is that what we're doing? <laughs> we're doing the Irish people drink? <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. What I'm are gonna we, right that. for Leno now? <laughs> but, so as a result of the method Jesus. they used to carry out the killing of uh, Farrar, Farrar, Noor, yeah. uh, they were dubbed the Scissor Sisters by the media because that's hmm. what the media is want to do. You got to give nicknames. Um, the justice here, Paul Carney, presiding of the trial, said that uh, it was the most grotesque killing that has occurred in my professional lifetime. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, and uh, Charlotte was given a life sentence, and Linda was given a 15-year sentence. Okay. 7, 2005. So let's get into the details here, the background. How did you know about this story, the Scissor Sisters? I was just looking up Irish bullshit today. Oh, just Irish bullshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, was, it seemed easier to research than... And Bonnie seemed to... Um, she begs more research. She was an I important like this historical story. figure. Um, and it also, let's not forget, it's Women's Month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, the With Sister the, Sisters the, qualify. It's the, the important month of the year where we uh, finally have an opportunity to recognize half of the planet. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We, get, we do that for a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right after yeah. Black History Month. Yes. Because after that, it's yeah. back to the focus on the whites. <laughs> yeah. The white males. Yep. That's what I really care about. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, I had, heard, I had heard of this murder. I guess I just never knew that it was like such a sensational story in Ireland. Yeah. And that people are still talking about it. And, uh, you know, there's still headlines coming out. Um, in fact, actually, one of the sisters was recently released from prison. Yes. After serving, uh, you know, I think 15 years. So a little bit of family background here. The Mohals were from Kilclare Gardens, which is a working class area in mm-hmm. Talacht. Talacht, South Dublin. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. I'm sure it's pronounced like Tolite or something. I don't know. Right. Um, their parents uh, raised a family of three boys and three girls. Uh, the father allegedly abused the mother, Kathleen. Mm. Um, their marriage broke down. Kathleen then entered into a relationship with Farah, the uh, Kenyan immigrant, in 2002. Mm. The, this whole uh, group of, of people who are here, the subjects mm. of the stories, they, at first I wanted to call them pikeys. Mm-hmm. Because isn't that what they call uh, Irish White trash, I guess. Pikeys. I, d- I don't know. I thought that was an Australian thing. Oh no, those are bikies. That's a biker. Game. Yeah, it's a little bit different. I think yeah. pikeys, but I think pikeys specifically refer to people who live in caravans. 
Um, so Linda Mohall here was uh, one of the murderesses. She was 30 years old at the time of the killing. She was unemployed. Uh, she had four children. The relationship with the father of her children broke up after she got into another relationship with an individual who had abused these kids. Jesus so Christ. They, yeah, it's like, uh, like, like daughter, like mother, like daughter, same kind of thing. Uh, Linda had a history of alcohol abuse and suffered from an addiction to heroin. So that's one sister, yeah. one of the murderesses. Uh, the other scissor sister, Charlotte, was twenty-three year old. Although, isn't it like odd if if like a Irish dad doesn't beat the fuck out of his kids? Th- like, yeah. if, like, like I think that somebody calls like social services if it isn't an Angela's ashes kind of scenario. <laughs> isn't that what? Well, I think that's that just deal? called Irish parenting, right? Okay, I don't think that's yeah, uncommon, yeah. right? Um, how else do they learn? Char- I mean, I think with uh, James Joyce, that's how he became a writer. That's how he learned discipline. Just getting the shit beat out of him by his dad. Out of him, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte, the other sister, was 23 years old when the killing took place. Like her sister, she had a history of drug and alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had some minor previous convictions for uh, uh, criminal damage and public order offenses. Mm-hmm. But her main convictions were uh, prostitution. So she was a prostitute. Okay. So you had one sister as a prostitute. Which the other one, sister... The younger one was a prostitute? younger okay. one was a prostitute. Right. The older one is seven years older. I uh, was a heroin addict. Okay. The victim here, Farah Swalat Noor, was 38 years old when he when he died. Okay. Uh, he arrived in Ireland in December 1996, claiming to be a Somalian called Shalila Salim, whose mm. family had been killed in Mogadishu. Okay. Uh, but then uh, after he died, and they investigated, they're like, "No, actually, he's Kenyan, and he just left his family in Kenya." <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it. That's yeah. a pretty decent cover story because who's going to question that? Right. Like the guy looks the part. I wouldn't know if he's Somalian or Kenyan or Ethiopian. If he's like, oh, yeah, my family was murdered by rebels. I'd be like, well, that happens all the time there. Actually, a lot of drifters and fugitives did that after uh, Hurricane Katrina. They're just they said like, their oh, family was murdered by rebels. Yeah, in Mogadishu. <laughs> no, they're just like, oh, yeah, I'm uh, a refugee from Hurricane Katrina. You know? I mean, I guess well, if you're a homeless guy, why not? Swish. You know? Yeah, you yeah. get uh, you get one of those cool tents. Yep, you could live in FEMA house. Uh, so yeah, his family's still alive. He just left them and moved to Ireland. Um, hmm. I guess he uh, he had four previous convictions for offenses including intoxication, threatening, abusive behavior, assault, and rape. In uh, '97, he raped Christ. a mentally disabled 16-year-old Chinese girl who gave birth to his son. Which, because uh, he had get, become the father of an Irish-born child, he was allowed to stay in the country. Oh man! So he just went out, and he was like facing deportation. But then uh, he appealed because, on grounds, he had an Irish kid. He's not really making this whole immigration thing look good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not to mention I don't have much Ooh. sympathy that he got his dick cut off. Yeah, yeah, you no. Know, so far, no. Um, Two other women who also had children by him had yeah. both described him being raped. So this guy's an upstanding guy. Jesus H. You know? uh, he faced eight charges of disorder and assault, one involving a sexual assault in which a knife mm. was found at the scene. Um, he's convicted on three occasions, but never actually served time in jail. I wonder what an Irish jail is like. Irish I've heard prison. Th- it, I've heard it's not good. I've heard it's real bad. Oh, is it rough? Yeah, well, it's I, I like some guy I met at like an AA meeting, or he was actually the speaker at an NA meeting, actually. Um, but he was go, you know, they tell their whole story, you know, and they that's what they do. If they just give the story. They're, they're, they're the speaker, yeah. They're they're 
you know, yeah, and then I did this, and then I, everything went out of control, and blah blah blah, until such and such. You know, are you allowed the to whole like thing. question the story, or do you You're just not. have to? No, you okay. just have to listen. Yeah, listen to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, oh yeah, I got arrested for I don't know some crime, something doing some crimes, and uh, and he was like, yeah, it's like it's like a 17th century prison and uh or jail or something and it's like they don't have toilets they give you a bucket they don't even have running water they give you buckets they give you buckets they give you buckets god yeah so man i guess yeah i mean i'm sure those structures have existed for a long time they just Mm -hmm. never bothered to upgrade them yeah wow i wonder if i wonder if it's worse than like you know jackson prison detroit or some of these prisons in like the south yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, like in terms of violence. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. I don't know about the violence thing, but I, I think it's like, Games. maybe that's why like sentences are shorter. Oh, yeah. Because to send somebody to one of these places for life is like a crime against humanity or something, <laughs> you know? So, I uh, mean, not that our fucking prisons, like, yeah, you know, are, 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 they'll walk put, in the park. They'll put you in solitary for, you know, years, which should be against the Geneva Conventions, but, you know, somehow isn't, so... So, uh, despite this guy's colorful background, yeah. um, the mom here, Kathleen Mulhall, uh, still attracted to him, decided to date him. Mm. They even lived together, which is great. Mm. Uh, so, the killing took place at the flat that Kathleen Thanks, Mulhall is renting. Yeah. Um, this is on uh, March 20th, 2005. It was on the bank holiday of St. Patrick's weekend. Okay. Yeah. So, there you go. On the day of the killing. They get a bank holiday for this shit? Yeah. It's that Damn. big of a deal. Wow. St. Patrick was like... I don't know, the patron saint of green oh, beer. And snakes. And snakes. You loved snakes. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Uh, on the day of the killing, Linda Charlotte, their mother, and Farah, the, the victim, Farah, had been mm. drinking heavily in Dublin. Uh, Farah brought vodka. Kathleen purchased some Coca-Cola, which they drank as they walked around the city. You know, do you know the term for that drink? Vodka Coke? What is it? It's called a black bitch. Oh. I never knew that. I didn't know that. Just till recently. Someone was like, I was at a bar and someone was like, hey, I'll take a black bitch. And I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. And then it was like a vodka Coke. I'll take a black bitch and uh, give me some black beauties too. I I didn't even know that was a drink, vodka and Coke. I just never, I I just, some things like don't (laughs) go together. Yeah, yeah, it's not something I would drink. Yeah. But apparently vodka Coke, uh, Jack and Coke, I can understand. Yeah. It's a good drink. There was a period of time where I was drinking uh, cocktails that were made from um, vodka and Diet Mountain Dew. Vodka and Diet Mountain Dew? Yeah. Jesus. It works. You know, huh. it works. What'd you call that? I had a name. I don't remember. Yeah. But the Incredible Salt. The Jeff Sulk. Foxworthy? The Incredible Salt. <laughs> yeah, the Something. Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, they were walking around Dublin drinking their Coca-Cola and vodka. Oh, yeah. And uh, they, they stopped on the river Lefree Boardwalk where Charlotte and her mother took ecstasy tablets. Mm. They then returned to the flat where all the women took ecstasy. Linda joined in, the mother took ecstasy, and then Kathleen, the mom, crushed the tablet into uh, Farah's vodka Coke so they were all in the same buzz. So everybody were off their tits on some ecstasy. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so this is a big family ecstasy party, which always, you know... I remember in high school, I was mm. always kind of jealous of the kids who could smoke weed with their dads. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, my dad's cool. I can smoke weed. My dad even has mushrooms. But then as I've gotten older, I'm glad that I didn't do that. Okay. 
don't know. I just, I'm just glad I didn't have that kind of relationship with my father. I don't know. I mean, since I fucking uh, moved to California, <clears throat> I've met a number of people who grew up smoking meth with their parents. Yeah, it's just so, a weird bond to have yeah, with your yeah, parent. Yeah, like you guys both shot heroin together or something. It's just, yeah, I don't want to do that. It's almost like double teaming a chick. I don't want to do that with my dad either. I mean, it saved me a lot of time, you know, explaining things to them. Well, yeah. I suppose because yeah, they, yeah so, they, but I mean, I, I, they knew I don't the know. Deal. You know? I, I just think there's a whole like yeah. gamut of other issues that brings up, you know. Right. So anyway, this whole family here was doing ecstasy. Yeah. Um, and it makes you think too, it's like, if you know somebody has like a bit of a rapey background, I probably don't want to do ecstasy with them. No, no. Because ecstasy is kind of a rapey drug. You know, you get a little touchy on it. Hmm. And if somebody's already prone to this type of behavior, it's probably not going to go well. And do they have a picture of these two girls? I kinda, I'm wondering what they look like. I sent you a picture of them oh, Did you send me today. a picture of it? I texted it to you like earlier. The, oh, the, wait, you did send me. Well, let's post one for the uh, the listeners here. All right, all right. The viewers. All right, motherfucker. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm doing it. So uh, they're not like horribly unattractive, but they kind of look like a Hooters waitress in, I don't know, Alabama or something. Yeah, they kind of look like trailer park ab fab, you know? <laughs> it's trailer park ab fab. Trailer That's park ab fab, yeah. Because, I mean, the, there's the... the, the <laughs> Because this is the, yeah, I mean, there's, oh God. Because there's like a lot of pictures of the two of them. And all, always, one of them always at least has a cigarette in the. In the oh, you know, they're probably just once. smoking nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think there's any with both are smoking a cigarette at the same time, but at least one of them is always smoking a cigarette. What does so, the mom look like? I didn't see that. I don't know what the mom looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the Kenyan immigrant. Not sure what he looks like either, yeah. but. Um, so anyway, they're all sitting uh, he's around. He probably looks like a guy without a head and a, <laughs> and a missing his and a, dog. Uh, yeah, no yeah. penis, you know. Uh, no wiener. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Linda right. and Noor, yeah. uh, the Kenyan immigrant, Farah, were sitting on a two-seater couch with Charlotte sitting on the arm. When Noor started touching Linda in a sexual way, oh my. he spoke into her ear, he put his arms around her waist, and he refused to let go. Yish. So it's exactly what I was saying. You know, it makes you a little rapey. It's it's just a weird drug. And if somebody's already All a right, let's, rapist, let's, please please qualify, requalify what you're saying. It doesn't make everyone a little rapey. Okay, okay, it's not. It's but it's a drug that you get a little touchy. You on. get touchy. So um, if you're, I, guess, I get touchy. I don't necessarily get sexual touchy. I get, you know, like like I like having sex on Molly ecstasy, but I have there's like a pump i gotta get over like yeah to, you know because i normally i feel my fin skin feels everything feels weird so it's like i gotta push through some discomfort to ha- and then once you're having sex you're like holy good god yeah i've, I've had a hard, you know? a hard time keeping an erection because my mind is so like scattered except mm. once you pass that that yeah you're right you pass that kind of hill mm. and yeah. then it's like oh no now i'm fine yeah let's go yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, because I think it's then you're able to focus. Right. I think that's kind of what it is. But, you know, I've had a good time with a, with a girl on ecstasy where you're just like not having sex at all. You're just kind of, you know, touching each other oh, yeah. or whatever. Yes. Um, because, I mean, it's like you, you, your senses are heightened. Exactly. But if this guy, what I'm saying with this guy, yeah. he's already a rapey guy. Yeah. He's going to get even worse on ecstasy. So here's some more details about what happened. Yeah. So back at the flat... Linda said she was uh, sitting on the chair, Charlotte's on the arm. They were listening to a CD when Farrah came in 
put his arm around her waist. She said, he pulled me close to him and he said something into my ear I did not understand, but I know it was dirty. Okay. Well, he's probably saying something in fucking Kenyan. How are you going to understand that? <clears throat> she said it caused her to shiver. She said he okay. then said something about being them, both of them being creatures of the night. And she asked Whoa. her mom, what does that mean? The mom laughed. What did yeah. it mean? What did I don't it mean? Know. Creatures Is of the night. Is he Dracula? Maybe. Huh. <laughs> I'm just saying the guy's creepy. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's, now he's on ecstasy. Good guy. He's holding you mm. around the waist. Her mother asked, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. And uh, she said, and uh, she said, Farah kept saying, you're so like your mammy. That's what he kept saying to her. Mm. You're like your mom. He said this to the daughter. Okay. In the statement, uh, Linda described there being a Stanley blade on the counter. Okay. Uh, she said Charlotte was telling Farah to get his hands off of her. And her sister just picked up the blade, sliced his throat. Yeah, he'd it's been like making the perfect storm of trash bags, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mm. guess yeah. This is a a gathering of the trash people. Mm. Uh, so yeah, she um, she picked up a Stanley knife and she just slid him across the throat, inflicting mm. a wound that sent him to the ground. Linda, the other sister, then picked up a hammer and just started hitting him on the head a number mm. of times. Uh, the mother looked on but did not participate, nor try to stop them from beating her boyfriend. Oh, my. Uh, Noor was stabbed at least 27 times. Might have been more, but pathologists said they had no opportunity to really examine the full body. Mm. So after that, um, they dragged his corpse into the bathroom. So the throat, you know, slicing the throat, bashing in the skull of a hammer, tends to usually do the job. You know, the guy died. Uh, They dragged his corpse into the bathroom where they began to dismember the remains. Uh, Noor's head, limbs, and penis were severed using a kitchen knife and a hammer. Why the penis? I, they just thought it'd be funny, probably. Yeah, you think so? there's no practical reason. Yeah, because I mean, there's no way to identify yeah, yeah, yeah. a corpse from the yeah. penis. Right. They put towels over his legs to stem the flow of blood. The dismemberment took a number of hours, mm-hmm. and the body parts were placed in black plastic bags and a sports bag before being uh, disposed of in the Royal Canal. Right. And this took the woman several trips. Like, they had to walk back to the house, grab some, grab some other bags, and walk back and just chuck it in the canal. Yeah, that's why uh, one of the books about this murder is called The Torso in the Canal. <laughs> the Torso in the Canal, that's yeah, what it's that's called? Yeah, that's the title of the book. Yeah. Well, I guess, sure. I mean, there was a torso, and there mm-hmm. was a canal. They it's both evocative. played central roles. Yeah. Um, what I don't understand about this is, why not just go bury it in the woods? Because they're in Dublin. You yeah, know? Th- there's forests, aren't there? Can they just like go take a drive out to the countryside? I think they actually thought... I, I was, I, the thing I was reading said that they thought about doing this, but I don't think they had cars because it's like they live in the city. Oh, and they're like, oh, we'll, trash just, we'll, people we'll take too. his head on the bus. They, they, they seriously oh, so, entertain. Oh, wait, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So it took him, them several yeah. trips to mm. go dump him in the canal. But they decided not to throw the head to prevent identification. So the head was brought by bus mm. to to locked, where they walked through the mm. square shopping center, and they walked where Charlotte dug a hole with a knife to bury the head. Kathleen Mohall, the mom, threw the knives and the hammer into a nearby pond, and then uh, and then with the, and they buried the head. And a number of days later, this is weird. Linda returned to the park 
dug the head back up using her son's school bag, she transferred it to another field where she smashed it again with a hammer before burying it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure why they did that. It's, but it almost seems like a lot of a, a lot of murderers kind of go back to the scene yeah. and they have guilt. Right. And they're so paranoid about it that yeah. they do things like that. That's how you get caught. Yeah. But you know, I mean, with something, even California, like if it was me, I would drive out to the fucking desert. Yeah, and sure. And just dig a hole and, st- and no it's one would really ever find it. It's really easy to do it here. Yeah, really it's really, I mean, I guess we have the yeah. land here. Yeah. Whereas in Dublin... Might be a little more difficult. Yeah, because it's like, they, rather than just like haphazardly hitting the head with a hammer, you got to take the teeth out. Yeah, you got to take, the, take teeth the teeth out. out. Yeah, so. Got to cut the penis off. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Unnecessary. Uh, the killing came to light 10 mm-hmm. days later when Noor's leg, with a sock on the end, was just floating in the canal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why would they remove the sock? I you know? think that, yeah, I guess yeah. there's no point in well, doing what do you, that. You know? But I mean, what they think was going to happen? Of course the fucking body parts are going to float. Yeah, yeah. They probably didn't even weigh down the bag. You got to put it, yeah, in a suitcase full of, um, you know, free weights. Yeah. Boom. And like, I mean, didn't Done we just deal. talk about this on the show a couple of weeks ago? Someone, someone threw a body of, yeah. uh, of a kid in the San Francisco Bay. Really? Yeah, I we, we talked that. about this a couple mm. weeks ago. My brother knew the guy. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's the same deal. It's like, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to float, and then it's going to probably wash up on, on the banks of the river. Yeah. And then someone's going to find it. And they'll be you? like, oh, my God, there's a smiley face a mile away from here. <laughs> it must be, uh, you know. So the, uh, the, the police aqua divers retrieved most mm. of the rest of the body in seven parts. Mm. They traced his identity through media appeals because there's a missing person. Mm. He was identified when someone recognized a T-shirt on the recovered torso. So what oh do they do? God. Do they they post a picture of the torso? Like, do you know this torso? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I know that T-shirt. Maybe you had one of those like T-shirts you get at the mall where it's like a picture of you. Kiss me, I'm Irish. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's what they. <laughs> that's the only shirts they sell at the mall in Ireland. That's, that's all they wear there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kiss yeah. me, I'm Irish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so uh, anyway, a guy recognized a shirt, and this key witness, a Somalian man, uh, connected the missing. Mm. Uh, Faranur with the three Mohal women and he was paid a substantial reward by Crime Stoppers hmm. but even despite his efforts so to recognize two shamrock shakes you get at least two shamrock <laughs> shakes two shamrock shakes yeah. and a pint of Jameson okay yeah <laughs> and a kiss me on my wrist shirt and two purple yeah. horseshoes <laughs> <laughs> but despite this guy's efforts mm-hmm. to, to you know to track down his uh, deceased friend he never tracked down the head or the penis yeah so never found I mean, he was a shitty guy, so I mean, what are you gonna, you gonna go all the way, you know? You're yeah, gonna who cares at that Go point. the extra mile for this clown? <laughs> get it. Uh, the sisters and uh, their parents were arrested in August, but denied any knowledge of the killing. A number of weeks later, Linda contacted investigating officers, and she admitted her involvement. Yeah. That's how they were caught. Okay. I don't understand why they would do that. Yeah. She actually admitted to guilt. And uh, when they searched the, uh, the flat, they found blood stains that were later confirmed to match uh, the deceased DNA. Yeah. Um, after Linda's confession, the mother, she, she uh, just fled the country. And, uh, she, and they were unable. And that, this is what cracks me up. She moved to England. She lived in England, fled the country, and the Jardi were unable to locate her again. The Gardi. The Gardi, whatever. Okay. Giardia. The Giardia. The Giardia were unable to uh, yeah. locate her again. Giardi. Uh, so Linda and Charlotte were both yeah. charged with murder and pleaded not guilty mm-hmm. uh, in the Central Criminal Court, which is odd because didn't she just confess to the whole crime, the idiot? 
but whatever. Mm-hmm. Their trial took place in October 2006 with Linda Mulhall um, being found mm-hmm. guilty of manslaughter while her sister Charlotte, who actually did the slicing of the neck or the throat, was found guilty of the murder of Noor. Um, Charlotte Mulhall was given the mandatory life sentence and Linda was given a 15-year sentence for manslaughter. So the uh, the mother here, Kathleen, was eventually found in uh, in the UK, and she returned to Ireland voluntarily in 2008. She was charged with um, uh, two counts of giving false information. She ended up doing, you know, doing some time in prison. She ended up doing uh, five years, five years in prison, May 2009. Okay. So right. she was given prison time too. So the whole family now is in prison. Yeah. Um, the girl's father. Oh yeah, the girl's father after after um, the the mother went to prison, he uh, hung himself when his daughters were charged with the killing. So the girl's father, their biological father, killed himself. Why would he hang himself? I mean, I don't know. But yeah, you think he'd be like all proud, maybe you know. Well, he if was I had also- a daughter and she's like, you know, yeah, this guy was getting all fucking handsy while we were on ecstasy, so, so I, I slit his throat. Him. And I'd be like, well, that's a little harsh, but I mean, <laughs> hey, well, you know, at least you're doing something. But he was you know? also an abusive dad, too. So I don't know. Maybe he was embarrassed because after during the trial, it's like, well, this guy mm. used to diddle us. Uh, Angela's and so now, ashes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so now he's like, I'm just going to hang him, hang myself. I'm just going to nod and say Angela's ashes as if it means something. I'm, I don't even yeah. understand where you're going. With okay. That. Who's Angela? <laughs> Angela Lansbury? Yes, Angela Lansbury. <laughs> I, this is the secret I've been trying to tell you. If we find Angela Lansbury's ashes... It's a secret to the treasure. That, is Angela I, Lansbury even dead? Yes. She is not. She's totally dead. When did she How die? much do you want to bet? I don't know. How much you this want is to... some Mandela effect type of thing. Natasha Lyonne is, should not be alive. I know that much. Are you saying Natasha Lyonne is Angela Lansbury? Yes. I had no idea. Yeah. It wasn't just murder she wrote. I want to find out if she's still alive. It was some whole... Yeah, all right. Let's, let's, Angela Lansbury. Let's find... Let's, I'm looking it up. Do you ever masturbate to murder she wrote? Fuck, she's still alive. I knew it. She's eight. She's 90 fucking four years old. No way. She's Angela ni- Lansbury is 94 she's years old. She was born in 1925. That's insane. Yeah. That Hello. is insane. Hello. Wow. Yeah. So why does she have ashes? It's not. It's a. <laughs> there's a book. There's, it was a book. It was a movie. What was it about? I don't know why I'm Tom Hanks all of a sudden. Um. Uh, it was about like a, it's some fucking old Irish school teacher wrote a book about growing up with a fucking, you know, abusive, abusive, uh, alcoholic father. You're thinking of Dolores Claiborne, Stephen King. Uh, that's the no, that's the one where the woman gets handcuffed to um, a bed for three no, days. That's misery. No, that's Dolores Claiborne. Is that Dolores Claiborne? Motherfucker. Yes. Uh, they all run together. Yeah, they, they're very similar. <laughs> Which one is Mr. Tripp's in? I think that was misery. That was the stand. Oh, that's the stand. Yeah, yeah. God, they're all basically yeah. the same story, yeah, just different same. characters. Yeah. So Angela's ashes here. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the guilt caused him to hang himself. Maybe she's an immortal, um, shape-shifting clown. Possibly. She could also become a teapot. We know that for sure. Angela Lansbury. Yeah. yeah. She was the teapot in Beauty and the Beast. She was the voice of the teapot. Yes, that's right. Cr- that's correct. God. Uh huh. You know, I always wondered if uh, she and Tom Bosley had a thing. Would they, were they on the same show? Yeah, he was on Murder, She Wrote. Was he? I'm pretty sure. He was on Father Dowling Mysteries. 
You might be confusing them. I'm pretty sure he was at Murder, She Wrote. He was like her, uh, she would, he drove that truck that she would drive her car in when it needed to get like fixed. Remember? That's the fucking (laughs) A-team. No, that was different. Uh, She drove a car. Yeah. And then if the car broke down, the car could speak. If the car broke down, God damn she'd drive you. the car into this truck. Yeah. And then, okay. they, then Tom Bosley would come out and fix the car. And then she'd go off and solve the crime. Tom Bosley was a priest who solved crimes with a nun. Okay. He was also a gnome. Do you remember David the Gnome? David the Gnome, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Which actually probably more relates to Ireland because they had gnomes in Ireland. They do have gnomes, yeah. 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 And they have other short people too. The I believe... Tuatha de Danan. What is that? Th- those are the fair folk. The fair folk. Of Ireland. Isn't that what Conor McGregor is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's part yeah. of the fairy folk. Yeah, he's... the fairy folk have, uh, have rowdy, um, <laughs> he's a, rowdy he's... entourages. <laughs> That's what they're known for. He's the easily angered fairy folk. You yeah, watch and if you eat guy. lunch with him, you have to eat lunch with him forever. <laughs> <laughs> Linda... The daughter that did the hammering. Um, she actually has been released at the, uh, the, at the end of her 15-year manslaughter sentence. Great. And so now uh, Linda is actually cool. free. All right. So she actually only served 11 years and three months. And it expired last year when she was released from, uh, from prison. And so I don't know what ex- actually happened to her. Charlotte is still in, uh, in jail. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte's uh, was re- received a mandatory life sentence. But Linda apparently has been released. Um, so I'm not quite sure what she went back to. What, right. what happened to her children? Did they go to the state? Um, I don't know. Are they back with the fairy folk? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, cha- they're changeling. Oh, that's Yeah, because that's what happens. The fairy folk takes your baby and replaces it with like a shitty log. <laughs> and you're supposed to just like... Just raise the log. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Raise it as your own. It's hard to get those logs into USC. You have to like really pay a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. You got to get them to, you know, get the SAT scores up. Um, so anyway, Charlotte actually caused a bit of a controversy in 2008 when photographs of her holding a knife to the throat of a male prisoner were leaked to the press. Ah, yeah, I heard yeah. about that one. As a result, security mm-hmm. in Irish prisons was increased and Charlotte was moved to another prison in Limerick. So that makes you wonder. So in an Irish prison, mm-hmm. are they so drunk... That they let the women and the men fraternize? That's a good question. Yeah, so I guess they do. do. You, are they co-ed prisons? Is that how it works there? The co-ed knife-accessible uh, knife prisons. Yeah I, yeah, I just like how she's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Was it a joking picture? Or was she really like going to you know, cut the guy? I don't know. Uh, it was supposedly a joke, I think. You know? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Just to make sure we had the whole family involved here, they yeah. had a brother named James Mulhall who pleaded guilty to the robbery of two prostitutes, claiming he robbed the women to support his own six children and his sister Linda's four children, whom he took on after she went to jail. So that's what happened to the kids. Hmm. Yeah, so this guy's raising 10 kids. I'm sure they're all pikeys. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there you go. It's uh, a St. Patrick's story of the garbage people. Hmm. <laughs> also known as the Scissor Sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very uh that that was a very topical story i'm impressed that we were able to come up with something on yeah the spot like we that. got we tick all the boxes uh people it's episode 678 here mm. sick and wrong uh we have new stories coming next phone calls after that but first here's a word about our patreon page do you need more sick and wrong in your life do you need one more news story to make you feel normal Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? 
Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. The first story we have here has to do with a uh, death of a Gambino crime boss. Frankie Boy Kelly. Yep. 24-year-old man was arrested in the death of uh, Frankie Boy. Mm. It's happened in New York last week, and uh, in, in actuality, it's the first mob hit or hit of a mob boss in 34 years, which mm. I find really surprising. Uh, Do they all get along now or something? They're just not really, they're just barely a thing anymore, you know? I because guess, of Rico. It's because of Rico. That's, and Rico just ruined everything? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was mostly like the drug cartels just kind of took over everything. Like well, really I mean, there's that. I mean, Mexican you know, cartels. only certain mafia people, I think, trafficked in narcotics just because it, it um, you know, brought, uh, you know. I'm sure there's still organized crime. I just mm. don't think it, it is. I don't think they're robbing airports like they did in like no, the no, 70s. No, 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 no. You know? Because it's like, you know, all they have to do is prove that you're part of it and then they send you to prison forever. <laughs> so it's like, why would you do it? It's, it's. You yeah, know. what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. why not actually own a, uh, you know, a garbage mm. company? Right, yeah. Like, just do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Waste yeah. management company, you'll probably I, make more money. I think that's probably what they're doing. Yeah, you know? probably do. Yeah. So. Uh, so uh, in New York this past week, Francesco Frankie Boy Cali was shot dead outside mm. his home in the exclusive Todd Hill section of Staten Island. Mm. Is that like a fancy area of Staten Island? Um, I think so, yeah. Is Staten, I- Staten Island I is... I think I've been there. Correct actually. me if I'm wrong. Staten yeah. Island's where the Statue of Liberty is, right? No. What's fucking the- Liberty Island? Oh, okay. What the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know my geography. Staten Island is the place you drive to like... Um, you like you're driving through there usually when you're being chased in Grand Theft Auto, but there's nothing really. It's just What's a bunch it of by? houses. Is it? I mean, is it near? Is it north of Manhattan? South? It's of Manhattan? south of Manhattan. South of Manhattan, and it connects to New Jersey via bridge. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Now that's everyone more sense. there is Italian. It, and um, does it have like a like a posh upscale area or something? Even the African American people there are Italian somehow. Um, that's interesting there's a I mean there's a there's a it, no most of it's very like working class everyone's on heroin now because of the opioid crisis but um uh yeah it's it's like pretty working class you know it's like you ever see fucking mob wives hmm you ever see that show yeah Angela Lansbury is great in that god damn you <laughs> she's not in anything mob you know <laughs> Where is Mob Wives? Is that all those women live on Staten Island? Yeah, it's like, you know, Sammy the Bull Gravano's daughter and, you know, huh. some other fucking, you know. So we're the Gambinos. It's basically like Island Jersey family. Shore. It's basically Jersey Shore, but they're but connected to the mobs. Yeah, yeah, the mobster wives. So. I, I, see, that's how you can show that that, that, mm. that proves it right there that the mob really doesn't even mean anything anymore. Yeah. yeah. Fucking reality shows about their wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They much. would do that back in the day. Yeah. You get whacked. Yeah. Um, remember uh, what's his name? Uh, in uh, the one guy who bought like the fur coat for his wife. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, and like they whacked him first and oh, the yeah. wife. Yeah, uh, Tommy Carbone or something. Tommy Carbone. Yeah. Okay, yeah. For a second, I thought it was uh, fucking whatever Nikki two times or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go get the papers. Get the papers. You know. 
<laughs> but no, uh, yeah, I, I went to a fucking uh, like a, like a uh, holiday party at like my friend worked for this guy who had gone to prison. He had a successful like pharmaceutical company in Brooklyn or something, but he had gone to prison for um, working with the Gambino crime family to extort money from Steven Seagal. Oh, from Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. How much money does that guy even have? I don't know. This is like at the height of his fame, you know? Then, hey, he probably had yeah, a lot of money. He made yeah. a lot of movies back then. Um, so he went to, yeah, he went to prison for that. And then, but he's got this huge mansion. And it'd be like, if he had a party, it'd be like, you know, at least like half of the Wu-Tang Clan and half of the Sopranos uh, wow. cast would be there, you know? Jesus Christ. Because, you know, the Wu-Tang Clan is from Staten Island. Yeah, that is Shaolin. Staten Island. Yeah. Shaolin is Staten Island. Hmm. Yeah, so... Yeah, I wonder yeah. if Method Man lived next door or in the same block as Francesco Cali. Probably. It's a upscale area. Yeah. Uh, so he was murdered outside his home by a young man who was romantically interested in the reputed Gambino crime boss's niece. Mm. So now there's, you know... You come at, over here, you don't even invite me over for coffee <laughs> to show me this... I can't do the voice. And Well, at I first, everybody was like, oh, it's a mob war. Mm. You know, it's the beginning of a mob war between, like, the Gambinos and the... Lo Lucchese mm. family and all right. this. And now it's found out that, uh, no, it's actually a young man who's interested in the guy's niece. Huh. Um, Anthony Camello, 24 years old, of Staten Island, was taken into police custody at his family's home in New Anthony. Jersey. Anthony! Early Saturday. Anthony, did you shoot that nice man? <laughs> a joint task force from the NYPD and the U.S. Marshal Service picked Camello up after his fingerprints mm. were found on Kelly's uh, car at the crime scene. What this a guy, stunad over here, uh, this guy. This guy, Come on. yeah. Um... The incident began Wednesday night when a blue pickup truck backed up and hit Callie's uh, Escalade. My dog. Yeah, right outside. He hit, yeah. his, hit his Escalade. All right. Um, and, uh, which is parked outside his house as his wife and children were inside. Um, the crash may have been a setup, according to investigators. Hmm. Uh, Callie, a member of the Gambino's crime family's ruling council, which sounds very official. Yeah, the yeah. Guys that like the top upper echelons or something. <laughs> the ruling council. Uh, he came out of the house and spoke with the driver of the truck. I like how it's like, oh, they just had a friendly conversation. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. doubt that was happening. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, I can't do an Italian accent, but I'm sure there's well, a lot there's, of swearing. Do, well, there's that thing that happened. You remember the, the thing that happened with, uh, I mean, this is, I, I don't remember it happening because it was like the 80s or something, but it was like um, one of John Gotti's neighbors like ran over his son or something. <laughs> no, I don't even remember this. Yeah, John like, got, did he kill the kid? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he disappeared. The neighbor just disappeared. Yeah, the whole dis family disappeared. Just no, the just the neighbor. Wow. He disappeared. Yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you do in that situation? Move? Change your name? Yeah, probably something. Mm. Um. So uh, after a minute, about a minute after the conversation mm. started, um. The uh, the accused, Camello, handed a license plate to Callie that had fallen off the Escalade. Mm. He turned around to put it in his trunk, and uh, the accused then uh, opened uh, fire on him a dozen times, a nine millimeter. Ooh. And mm. I guess uh, it struck Callie ten times, and Callie like climbed under his car, yeah, yeah to try yeah. to get away from sure, it. Sure, yeah, yeah, while they were shooting at him. Um, you know, give him a taste of the old days. You know, must yeah, really this is like reinvigorated back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he must have had a gun on him. Um, do they all carry guns? Back in the day, there were Irish ways and Irish laws stand up oh, for the cause. You know, that's true. Don't they have what guns? Do huh? they all have guns? 
Remember that one scene in Goodfellas when uh, his wife, I forget his wife's name. Oh, um, fucking oh Lorraine Bracco. Lorraine Bracco. Yeah. Uh, she was dating that one Jewish guy that was kind of an asshole, the oh, tennis yeah, yeah. player. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Ray Liotta like, got the gun mm. out and just went across the street and just like pistol whipped him yeah. in his face. Yep. I'm surprised this dude didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, it's like you just hit a mobster's Escalade. Don't mm. you think you're going to get your ass kicked? Yeah. Well. Well, mm. he was civil, but then he uh, turned mm. around and got shot 10 times. Mm. Uh, the suspect and Callie were involved in a spat over Callie's niece, whose sources say is from Brooklyn and would sometimes stay at Camilla's home on Staten Island. Mm. The sources say Callie didn't want his niece, uh, who's attending college, to spend time with Camelo, who mm. works in construction. Mm. And I thought this, and we were talking about this earlier, but She's I thought this very was like nice a girl. story right out of The Sopranos. Because I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. Tony Soprano's daughter, Meadow, went to school. Yeah. She's at NYU. But she was still dating, kind of seeing some guy who was trying to be a gangster. Jackie April. Jackie April. Jackie Jr. Yeah. Jackie Jr. Jackie mm-hmm. Jr. That's what yeah. it was. And so Tony didn't want Jackie Jr. to date his daughter, right? That's correct. So what happened with it? Did he uh, did he threaten him, or did he just say just don't he talk didn't. to him? He didn't. He didn't threaten him because he liked the you know the. I think that kid was kind of like a son to him also or something. Um, I think he like does did the Tony Soprano thing where he like you know would throw you against the wall angrily. Like, don't you fucking yeah, touch yeah, him. yeah yeah yeah. But I don't think he. Uh, but then he got killed for other reasons. Oh, wait, yeah, I should, wait, I, no. I don't know. I should. Uh, yeah, I don't show even, was yeah. 20 years ago. It's a long Fuck time ago. Most people have Who seen cares? it. Yeah, something's happened. Yeah, you like <laughs> robbed somebody. Anyway. Mm. Um, was that the. Was it Sopranos? Where, no, that was. Uh, that was Goodfellas. He was like, dance, spider. Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. That, that was, was Goodfellas. God, that I love was, that scene. And, but that was Christopher from The Sopranos. As that was Christopher spider from the bartender. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Spider. Mm. Mm. Um, you so, ever, remember when Henry Hill used to go on Howard Stern? Oh yeah, yeah, and he'd like I talk. all that, but that was yeah. a while ago. Well, Henry Hill's dead now, right? I don't know. I thought he died of like old age. Though. I thought he died of like a heart attack or something. He might have. I mean, if he hasn't, he's had a number of heart attacks. So yeah, I'm surprised he mm. he he should have been whacked. I'm surprised he wasn't. How is how is he dead and Angela Lansbury still alive? What's fair about that? You know, <sighs> and then the lives on her fucking hands. My God, God, um. While we believe that we have the shooter in custody for this incident, the investigation at this point is far from over, according to the police. Uh, Crime scene investigators discovered a stash of weapons while searching Camelo's Staten Island home. Mm. But yet they're they're saying that he had nothing to do with the mob. Yeah. It's kind of odd that this kid, 24-year-old kid, would have a stash of weapons. Well, it is America. The only thing that makes that weird (laughs) is that it's in New York and, and in the boroughs of new york it's it's quite difficult to um like, buy yeah, and own a gun exactly yeah. and, it's, and they don't even say like handguns like a stash of weapons yeah implies he might have but like, i mean shotguns. anyone in america if you're like well they had a stash of weapons it'd be like yeah well that makes yeah. So, <laughs> sure they did so this is america yeah, yeah. um camello claimed he was Thanks, high on Donald marijuana Glover. He was high. <laughs> Camilo yeah. claimed he was high on marijuana and was acting in self-defense because Callie had a gun. But there's no mm. evidence to uh, confirm that claim. Right. Which is odd to even say, because usually when you're on the yeah. grass, you're not all that prone to violence. But hey. Yeah. He's smoking a sativa, I suppose. Uh, investigators have, have all but ruled out a mob-related assassination. So they're thinking it's not a mob thing. All right. And so as I mentioned before, the last time a mob boss was assassinated in the city, New York, was 34 years ago when mm. former Gambino Don Paul Castellano mm. was shot dead as he arrived at a popular steakhouse in Manhattan. I rem- yep. 
That was, was Gotti. That was Gotti did that. Dapper Don himself, yeah, John yeah. J. Gotti ordered yeah. that hit. Mm-hmm. Um, scenes like this were commonplace during the mob wars. So yeah, I guess I mean that did happen back yeah. then. And I, I have, having played Mob Wars a couple times on Facebook, I can tell you it was <laughs> it a lot. All the time. It was a lot like that. Yeah. Well, don't the mobsters know where each other live? Like, don't they know where you live? So yeah, could they, they easily just send someone over there to your house to kill you? Um, yes. Like, why do they have to whack you at a restaurant? I guess security. Yeah, like it's hard to go into somebody. You know. You go to yeah. somebody's house, you don't know what they got in there. They could have a weapon. You don't want, you know, generally they don't kill family. But like Tony Soprano Italian. is just like sitting there feeding ducks in his pool. Right. Couldn't you just walk, shot him with like a fucking, I don't know, like a, uh, like a rifle with a scope on it or something? Yeah, I guess you could, you know? I think I'd be a good mobster. I guess so. I mean, you just, you. <laughs> But you back know, you're then, just they, Lee Harvey Oswald. Well, I think part of it. You know. But I think part of it too wasn't like uh, the notoriety from the incident, right? Yeah, you just shot him at like this big famous. It's like you're sending a message. Yeah. At the time, remember when we got shot? He was like in his car. Tony Spano. Oh, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, mafia groups have reinvented themselves, as you mentioned, because ex- executing mafia dons may not be as common today, but the organized crime is still in business. Yeah. Um, they say now it's mostly Mexican and Colombian drug cartels who have taken the spotlight from the American mafia. Mm. But the uh, mobsters have evolved with the times and they yeah. still remain influential in their own cities. Uh, in New York... Unions and such. Well, in mm. New York, yeah, they yeah. still have the same five major families. Uh, yeah. The Bonanos, the Colombos, the Gambinos, Genovese, and the Luchis. Is that how you say it? Luchis? Luchese? Luchese. Luchese. Yeah. Uh, those are the five families that have always been there. So, And that's, that system was created by a Jew. Mickey Cohn? Uh, no, Meyer Lansky. Oh, Meyer Lansky made the... He created the, the whole system. He's like, we got to have a system. we got to have a ritual. It's got to be a whole thing. Well, they say here that... Him the, and Lucky Luciano. Well, they say that traditional structures have to be reinvented in the new world of transnational organized crime. Yeah. Um, so now it's like the structure between the families is less rigid and they have more mm. interaction with other groups. Because back then, would, would a mob family get involved with a drug cartel? Because some of them didn't do didn't deal with drugs some at all. Some didn't, but some of them did, you know? So yeah, so, I guess maybe. Yeah. But they say the days of colluding with labor unions to skim money from contracts are all but gone. Oh, really? They don't mm. really do that anymore. Mm. I don't know. I wonder if... Uh, if uh, if you're gonna find anything else of if there's gonna be more hits on the different families or if people say something, but I wonder with this crime, it seems like I don't know if it's that cut and dry with this kid with a stash of weapons in his house kills a, mo- a top mob boss, yeah, and they say it's just because of his his niece. So we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. All right. What do you have here for the second story? So this was uh, sent in by somebody going by the initials D. Saying, hey, sickos, surreal seeing this on Fox News, being as me and this kid were in the same year all the way up through high school. We'll have to call in with some hilarious tidbits. Hilarious tidbits. All right. So, uh, man with no arms who swam for whales stabbed his dad with a blade held between his toes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, there's a couple things I'm take wondering that, about here. Take that into your mouth, chew it around a little bit. You know, I know but I'm, the first things that mm. kind of like stick out to me, yeah. the takeaway from that remark, yeah. that statement there. Yeah. How do you swim with no arms? With his feet. 
Yeah, but still, don't you need arms to to aid your feet to like for I don't know to 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 propel you through the water? I don't know. I don't know enough about swimming to answer that. I get. I mean, I guess, I guess you still float. Where there's a will, there's a way. You I know? suppose. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense that he uh, he's probably really uh, adept with his his feet. Yeah, maybe he's got one of those stab pool noodles yeah. or something. You know, a pool noodle. Yeah, it's called a pool sausage. It's a fucking pool noodle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, it has old, nothing old, to do with argument. Angela Lansbury. Yeah, also. old argument. Yeah. Uh, so um, Rory O'Connor lashed out at, at his father after he prodded him with a vacuum cleaner tube. <laughs> okay. Prodded him hell. Just like a poke? Yeah, a with poke, a vacuum poke. cleaner tube. <laughs> Like I'm doing, you can't see it here in the, here in the studio, some of you listening, but I, I am mimicking, I'm miming the act. Of, of prodding uh, with a vacuum yeah, tube. that's right. What was he doing? Is he just laying in bed or something? I don't know. I don't know the exact fucking blocking of the scene. I don't right? understand why this guy would fucking swim in the first place. If I had no arms, I'd be the most bitter motherfucker in the world. Well, this guy, you know, well, it's, it's complicated as we'll get into it. You uh, know, he really had the, the indomitable spirit. I guess. You know, I just don't like understand the, that. You know, Def Leppard drummer or whatever, you know, <laughs> kind of thing going on. Um, uh, yeah. A man with no arms. Oh, wait. I already said that. Um, Rory O'Connor's father needed major surgery after the 23-year-old slashed him with the makeshift weapon at the family home. Hmm. That's right. Cut that. Cut that mother. Mm-hmm. And he, like, is holding it in between his, his toes, you know? Because I always imagine, like, you know, if you're going to have, like, I always kind of want to have those shoes where you, like, you could have, like, a, a switchblade come out come from the front, the front of the front shoe. Or the back. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great, you know? Um, but it's kind of like that. He just has a. It is kind of like that. Holding in between his it's toes. It's a lot like that. Yeah. It's or like uh, you know Wolverine's daughter. You, you know, know? <laughs> whatever. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember in high school mm. there used to be. You know how did you have that in high school when you had to go to like a, an assembly and they had like these. Oh, and the principal uh, attacked you with a knife. Uh, he was holding with his toes. No, no. Oh, but okay. there was a guy mm. who traveled the country, and I'm, yeah. he might have come to your school. He had no arms. But he could play drums with his feet. Okay. Did you ever see that guy? I've never seen that guy, but I saw a guy who was a flipper baby from thalidomide poisoning play the drums. With his flippers? With his flippers, yeah. How can he hold a stick with them? He was doing it. Well, this guy had him in his... I might his, have seen this at Coney Island. Now that I think about <laughs> this it. guy had it in his feet, and like he would yeah. speak to okay. you know, kids in high school, yeah. being like, you can achieve what you want. You can achieve right. your dreams. Look at me. Boom, 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 with his feet. Okay. And we we're supposed to be like, oh my God, you sure have overcome your obstacles. Yeah. Look at me. I'm just a head <laughs> attached to a computer by these wires. You know? Look at me. And I could still yeah. uh, send threatening tweets to Angela Lansbury. You know? So you can... You could do anything. Do you still write Angela Lansbury fan fiction anymore? Are you done with that? Um, I'm not. I, I wouldn't say I'm done with it. Oh, okay. You know? Just haven't done it recently. Yeah. yeah. I'm sunsetting it oh. sometime in the future. So, um, uh, yeah. Matthew Roberts, the prosecutor, said O'Connor was born with no arms, as well as a number of other medical conditions. Uh, he had played in able-bodied football teams. That, All right, that how is sense. that possible? Okay, 
football, soccer, right? Oh, I guess I was thinking yeah. American football. Because yeah. yeah. how did he hold the ball? Okay, so he just kicks, <laughs> kicks around. It's not Air Bud, you know. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but he's just running around with no arms playing soccer. God, he'd be like I the guess last. You don't really need arms to play. I mean, it's. I guess it's just like. Uh, What's that? I mean, it's kind of. If a you good fall thing. over, it kind of sucks because yeah, you don't but have it's kind hands. of a good thing. He's probably not yeah. the goalie. I doubt right. he's the goalie. But I mean, it's probably a good thing because don't you yeah. get penalties when you use your arms or your hands? You do. So yeah, so that's good. S- you know, circumvents that little problem right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he swam competitively for Wales. God, that so, makes so much sense. When you told me this before, I I, I thought like he swam for like the animal the whales. whales. Yeah, he just like, swam against whales, like, like racing well, them why, in the ocean. Why are you his... doing this, young man? I'm doing it for the whales. <laughs> doing it for the whales, baby, all the way. God, I wonder if I like, admire them very all, much. Are all the sports mm. teams in Wales just? We have... lost like all of our viewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One point we had like ten. Now we yeah, have I'm like not one person other than me. Yeah, so, I think one person yeah. could deal with this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, too much Angela Lansbury, you know, is probably, my, uh, yeah. That's my theory. Uh, he said the defendant had taken to carrying a weapon, one blade from a pair of scissors, between his toes after an incident in which he was threatened while walking in woodland. So, wait, he carries the weapon with him. Or is it always in between his toes? This also, yeah. this yeah, it's always with him. I'm confused by this because, yeah. like, if I carried a knife, it'd be in my pocket. But how would he carry it in his pocket? Because he can get it out of his pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got to carry. So he just has it cupped in his feet at all times. Yeah. yeah. God, like a fucking raptor or something. It's because he was uh, threatened while walking in woodland. <laughs> Who's gonna threaten a guy with no arms? I don't know. A dick. Like a raccoon or something. Yeah, something. You know, I don't know. Um, the court heard his parents were concerned and frustrated about him carrying the weapon on November 3rd last year the defendant and his dad had, his, had a row about the blade um, Mr. Robert said the father picked up a meter long tube from a vacuum cleaner and prodded his son in the chest these are weird people these they, are all they, very yeah, weird people the whole people. thing is odd my, my father never did that I guess he did it with a shofar one time Oh yeah. yeah. Well, but why would you even just use your finger? What's he, you know? I mean, well, he has arms. I guess you're gonna. Yeah, the he dad, has arms. You don't yeah. need to use it. You don't need to yeah. use the uh, the implement. Maybe he was scared though because that's some, his, that's some his, lazy prodding. Well, I oh, think he's scared because he the guy's yeah. got a knife between his toes. <clears throat> Fair enough. Was it a butterfly knife? <laughs> that would be impressive. Yeah, that would be really impressive. He, he, then he'd be that guy, you know, <laughs> with a butterfly yeah, knife. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, O'Connor then struck out with his foot, slashing his father in the abdomen. God. The court heard the victim needed serious medical intervention, including surgery. O'Connor's from Whitchurch, Cardiff, admitted wounding on the basis his actions were reckless rather than intentional. He had no previous convictions. Um, in a statement, the father, Kevin O'Connor, said his greatest concern was, was for his... Yeah, was for his son's well-being and safety. I think my greatest concern would be how does he masturbate? As the boy's father, that would be your main concern. Well, I think no wonder he's so frustrated and carrying knives around. Yeah. Can't, he probably doesn't have a girlfriend. He could hump a pillow, all right? I suppose he frottage, could. Frottage, pillow frottage. I suppose you could like between like your mattress or something. Yeah, pillow frottage. Yeah. Hi. You know? 
He described the events of November 3rd as regrettable, but said they had given him a greater insight into the difficulties his son was experiencing. Well, I mean, there's got to be some frustration yeah. there. Getting stabbed does give you a greater insight <laughs> into, into other things. Did so. he kick him out of the house? No. Hey, where's he going to go? Joy's Circus? Yeah. Um, that's not that's not right. You know, no, but I mean, he's pretty. He can do some he cool swims things. Better he probably, than you. He probably could throw knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind he seeing could throw him throw knives. knives. He can swim with whales. Yeah, you know, he could do it all. Uh, the dad said he did not want the assault to be the defining negative moment of his son's life. I think the defining negative moment of his son's life was probably being born <laughs> without, without arms. fucking arms. <laughs> <laughs> to top that, you yeah. really, I think, actually would be an achievement. Um, <laughs> uh, he has so much more to offer. Mitigating, uh, Andrew Davies said the defendant had been determined to overcome his desperately sad start to life. He said O'Connor had gone to mainstream school where he had achieved 12 GCSEs. What is that? That's I great. That I only achieved uh, seven GCSEs, <laughs> so he's doing very well. Yeah, I'm not quite yeah. sure what that is, but uh, uh-huh. you, probably involved his feet. You got you got four. So in school, does he write with his feet? Yeah, like my, haven't you ever seen my left foot? I have Daniel seen that. Daniel Lewis. Yeah, I, I I've only seen it, feet? a clip from it, and I don't remember it because I saw it as a child. But you know, I, one of my favorite scenes. He's a man is, that only has one foot, right? Yeah, do you ever a... see that scene in, like, he had to kick a penalty kick at the soccer game? No. And they carried him out, just mm. kind of put him there on the ground, and he was just like, and just nailed it, but he mm. got to, he scored the goal. Mm. It's brilliant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he played football. He swam competitively through disability sport Wales. Uh, his family described him as a brave and intelligent young man. The barrister said O'Connor had developed depression in his late teens. God, I would have developed depression from my, I don't know, in my mid-70s. In the womb. Yeah. Yeah. God. Uh, he said the defendant was devastated about the injuries he had inflicted on his father and invited the judge to follow the recommendations of the probation service, which concluded O'Connor was a young man who cannot be judged by normal standards. Wow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the barrister said O'Connor would welcome the chance to do unpaid work as part of any community-based sentence, as it would enable him to gain some independence and meet new people. Uh, the court heard he was able to carry out a range of activities with his feet, such as washing himself and attempted patricide. Uh, <laughs> and unpaid work could be found for him in a workshop setting. What else can he do? Can he do magic tricks? Um, like with the coins? That Now, if I saw that at the Magic Castle, I'd be impressed. <laughs> Just some asshole doing making coins. Wait, yeah, two armed asshole. Like, Fuck you! How, how much did I just pay for dinner? And you're making a coin disappear? Eat my fucking shit! Special magic. That's what I want to see. Yes, yes. That'd be cool. Mom does something there. Yeah. Um. Like, if you make a coin disappear, it better like reappear in a whale or at something, sea, or yeah, something or crazy. Something. You know, uh, the judge. Uh, 
Uh, meow, 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 meow. Yeah, so the judge said uh, O'Connor was a remarkable young man who had risen above his significant disability. He's so a little stabby He's really there, winning, okay? winning these people over. Yeah, he's God. a little stabby. He just yeah. stabbed his dad, carries a knife. Mm. About now, remarkable. Now, young man, what about this tattoo you have that says, Die, Dad, Die? <laughs> it's a German. <laughs> D, Dad, D is yeah, what it means. Yeah. Um, so what do you get? Do you just get probation? Yeah, he got a 12-month community order with 100 hours of unpaid work and a rehabilitation course. So if you lost your arms, would you want prosthetic arms just for aesthetics? Or would you just rather just have nothing? I'd want, um, I'd want the prosthetic the little arms. baby arms? Yeah, baby arms. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the, my, uh, my sister. The president of Boston University used to have a baby arm. Did he? Had a yeah. little tiny yeah, like, one. Yeah. How did he become president? I don't know. How does it? Probably the way other people become presidents yeah, in universities. Don't, they don't vote for you to do that, right? They just no, appoint you. They don't. They just appoint you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nobody. He's a sympathy appointee. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> he was a real douche too. Um, I would be if I had a baby arm. Yeah, I'd be pretty mad about it. Um, yeah, so the, the judge noted the defendant's behavior had changed following the incident uh, in which, if you might recall this, he was threatened while out walking in Woodland, um, an episode which seemed to have increased his sense of vulnerability. I could just see some drunken mm. English allow us just go to the bank. Yeah. Where's your arms, mate? This is why I don't like Cardiff. Like this, get, this is just I. I, I get attacked in Cardiff. I've been through Cardiff, like, and it's just like everything about this is so Cardiff. Well, I wouldn't know? want to cross this guy. He's got a knife, and yeah, even the people that I just don't even get how yeah. he how he has the knife. Like, where where's the knife? Yeah, everyone's gonna stab you, regardless of their infirmities, which are many, because <laughs> everyone there has something wrong with everybody them. has yeah. a knife in yeah. Wales. Yeah, wow. So. But hey, yeah, <laughs> if I was this guy. I would start throwing knives Just and Cardiff. doing some other stuff. Yeah. You know, and then uh, next thing you know, he's an inspiration to everybody. Yeah. Learn yeah. to drum, be in a band. That's yeah. what you need to do. Indomitable spirit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, People's episode 678 here at Sick and Wrong. We have uh, phone calls coming up next. You can call the Sick and Wrong hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, before that, here's a word from uh, Adam and Eve. Hey, Sick and Wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, and you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. So you got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 uh, is that number. Uh, the first call is a bizarre one from Batman Villain. Yeah, Is the, there any other kind, sir? Well, Bonerville called in yeah. about, uh, he called in about, um, just a weird call about some guy named James that we played on our Patreon. Yes. Which was equally nonsensical to this mm. one. 
this one yeah, let's just listen to it. Yeah. So you, you can you can get it you can get from it what you uh, want. Oh, an odd Batman villain call is one where he doesn't threaten to murder us. That's in like an odd one, you know. Yeah. James, James, Batman's on here. Oh, by the way, James, I figured out who you were, and uh, there's a reason you don't have internet right now. Um, kind of smart. There's a reason you don't have internet right now. What did uh he figure out? Whoever this James person is, who I think is another uh, identity. Does Batman a villain have villain. the in with Spectrum cable? <laughs> that... what did, did he hack into James's yeah. porn hub and yeah. like block his account yeah. or something? Like yeah. what? I don't. I don't even know what he means mm. by that. You don't have internet anymore. Mm. I took your modem. Mm. <laughs> it's like okay, uh. kind of insane. But you don't have internet, and it, that is my fault. So fucking James. That's my response. And guess what? I did a couple other things. There's less now, and they're real. Do you think Bonner Villain like dipped his balls in James's salsa? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> really worried about that. He probably cut the eyes out of all the women in James's Hustler magazines. Oh my God. Is that something somebody did? That's something that Boner Villain would do. Oh, my God. Could you see that happening? Yeah. It's like, they don't need their eyes. Hmm. You have no eyes in your Hustler magazine now. Wait, didn't we do a story about a guy who does shit like that? Oh, we had the eyeball killer. The eyeball yeah. killer, right. But Boner Villain doesn't care about human eyes. No. <laughs> he cares about <laughs> eyes of porn chicks. <laughs> um, if you want to talk to the Batman Villain, you can. So... I'm going to set up an email for all the fans. It's Batman Villain. Batman Villain <laughs> 5676892A at Hotmail. No, I bet you it's Batman Villain 5669 at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> 28, because you need a random number at gmail.com. I wasn't paying attention. James. Uh, we should at least have the, 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 the email. You so. need a random number at gmail.com. All right, he didn't say it clearly. I so. think he said BatmanVillain48 48. 48. at gmail.com. Okay, all right. All right. Which is, uh, so what, he want to have? There are 47 wants, other ones. He wants to have an email list right now. Yeah. The, the Boner Villain email list. Okay. I'm sure you're going to get on it. Yeah. Let's yeah. set up a forum for him. It's going to be a PHP forum. Yeah, PHP mm. forum for a bony villain. Pop, pop, pop. Oh, by the way, it's fully anonymized. Did he just do the pop, pop thing again? Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. I'm not sure what that means. <sighs> I know. Pop, pop. <laughs> so, Batman villain 48 at GM. At GM? Oh, I almost threw it away. But... <laughs> Batman villain yeah. 48. He's getting so G fired from Gen General Motors tomorrow. <laughs> Batman villain. Oh, almost again. Batman villain 48 at gmail.com. <laughs> Kevin, what are you doing down? Mom, I'm calling the podcast. Shut up. James. Good luck with this and go. With Google, even finding out who I am on that one, that one is not. Yeah, no one cares. Anonymous. 
game. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> what so, the actual fuck is he talking about? It's so unsettling yeah. the way he says James. Doesn't mm. that bother you? Yeah, like who is this person, and why, I, what would they even? I think how would this even make any sense in re, in in any semblance of reality? It's another one of his you know? identities, yeah. is what I think it is, and he's oh like referring God, really to is. his other yeah. identity. Because I don't think there is anyone that exists named James. There's also no one named James that calls in the show and yeah. and, and disses Boner Villain on a regular basis. Yeah. So there's no beef. Like remember. Yeah. Uh, uh, Flint nigga and uh, nigga face they yeah, had yeah. the beef right yeah yeah you know, or uh, a retired scout master or, yeah. or I think that was his name whatever there's beefs on the show boy, yeah, the, yeah. yeah misshapen boy yeah. there's no beef with Bonerville and everyone just hates you yeah yeah, like, yeah. we're all like pretty yeah. unified in our feelings mm-hmm. about you so I don't, I don't know and, and if you're giving your email out don't be you know what or do it fine like you know cause, cause you know in a month he's gonna be like you guys sent people Johnny, Johnny <laughs> sent me emails, and now Johnny. I control the strings, the strings <laughs> of the puppet. I am the puppet master, and I control the strings that make him dance. I call the tune that makes him dance, because sometimes you got to dance with the one who brung you. That that sounds like a, a yeah. message we're going to get in the future yeah, from Boner Villain. Word for word. Boner Villain 48. Uh-huh. God, I hate that. Your life has sucked because of me. I got you, James. Yeah, because the Wi-Fi's out. (laughs) (laughs) And the modem won't start back up. And there's a civil court case. Um, (laughs) The docket number is um, 48. (laughs) God, I hate that. Mm. And some are uh, kind of performance art, but... It reminds me of this fucking shitty Toe Pooper movie I saw where the Marquis de Sade is in prison with some other weirdo. And um, and the Marquis de Sade keeps going, look at me, look at me. And he keeps knocking. And the guy's like, shut up, shut up. And eventually the guy tears his own eyes out. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking of like shoving a screwdriver in my ear or something. Yeah, I don't hear so. this anymore. So uh, the clearly um Bonerville in here is is taking a page from the uh the Marquis, Marquis de, de Sade, de Sade yeah. the Marquis de Sade uh, villain is over James and I know who you are and um I did do a couple things there like in my life too um including mental health report um so good luck buying a gun by the way good luck buying a what? gun I, at first i thought you said oh. gum and i'm like why he can't buy gum good either luck buying gum. <laughs> he can't get on amazon yeah and buy gum because you broke his internet um no, I, said, had a, I had a button and i hit it and they would send me gum and that doesn't work anymore he said something about a mental health report i guess it, so that he can't buy a gun even though as far as I know they never passed the law that said fucking lunatics can't buy guns no they buy it all the so, time yeah, 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 yeah so, it's fine mm. it's gotta get like a wait list the mental health report I think that's what they sent the fucking police academy <laughs> when I was doing that that's uh... oh, a I know I don't work that system because I'm in it was he spanking himself there? What was that? 
<laughs> I think so. Mm-hmm. I think he was like cocking his cap gun. Okay. God, that's beyond creepy. Yeah, it's beyond. I'm, I don't know what is wrong with this guy. It's a lot, weird. A lot more. Yeah, and more it's, each a, day. it's weird. Yeah. God, I just picture like on his Alexa. It's just goodbye horses, endless repeat. <laughs> Just a bizarre man, that guy. And rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Wow. Man. Standing around some kind of lonely clown. Remember that band, James? Yeah. They had a song called Yeah. I always got that mixed up with Toad the Wet Sprocket. Same kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm sure Boner Villain's into both. Mm, yeah. So, big surprise. Well, uh, Boner Villain, I'm yeah. glad you got James, whoever he is. But uh, you really nipped that one in the bud. You took care good of job. it. Good job. Yeah, I'm glad he's... Good job. <laughs> good job there, Boner mm-hmm. Villain. Good on you, mate. Mm-hmm. You really took care of that situation. Now he can't log on to Pornhub. Yeah. So, there you go. What's his, what's his other identity? Andy No Mates or no, something? Billy No Mates. Billy No Mates. <laughs> Billy no Mates is his other one. <laughs> and Mr. Allen. There's Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Boner mm-hmm. Villain. Always good to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, go, get, go get James. BonerVillain48. Mm-hmm. Gmail.com. Uh, next, uh, next call we have here. You know, actually, uh, the calls this week, I was trying to get, I had a bunch of calls from all like our characters, our, you mm-hmm. know, our beloved sick and wrong characters sure you know so here's another one this is jizzy j calling in about dubstep okay jizzy j here motherfuckers i'm still drunk as pissed as fuck and uh just just need to fill you in a little bit on my uh... this guy is drunk (laughs) a lot i I will say that about him yeah i think it's rare to find him sober Mm. no you can if you like um prior to 6 p.m eastern (laughs) <laughs> uh, journey for a happy little accident I fucking went to a goddamn dubstep show last night saw my uh, sexy little Asian um, ex-boss she was my ex-boss uh, so I fucking quit that shit and uh, you know she was uh, never sexy to me but last night she was definitely sexy to me and uh, I uh, I don't remember anything but I do remember Waking up like two minutes ago to a fucking uh, little Mexican going, banging on my window, going, hey, are you you okay? And I was like, uh, yeah. And I fucking um, woke up in a goddamn hospital parking lot with my car parked uh, completely in the opposite direction of where the lines went. Um, He's like horizontal. My dick hanging out of my pants. And, um... Yeah, fucking, I don't, so I, I, I have no recollection of last night whatsoever. Um, I'm glad you're but driving. I hope that I banged my... What's a hearse? He's driving know? a hearse? Yeah, I oh, showed yeah, you his he car. he has a hearse. He has the same hearse that Dracula drove in the Monster Squad. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the same model. I'm not fucking with you. It's the Cadillac, uh, you know. Does he have a mattress in the back of the hearse? Yeah, he fucks in the back of the hearse, man. That's his whole thing. Wow, it's his whole... Jizzy Jake. Yeah. God, he's a legend, that guy. He really is. He's a legend. Yeah. He's living... Shagging girls in the back yeah. of the hearse. So he's setting, he's, you know, he's setting the scene here. Let me just fill in. 
you know, he and I have a kind of a shorthand at this point. And just kind of fill in you folks. Uh, his quest for the happy little accident is he wants to have a child. Okay. Wait, he wants to be a father. He wants to be a father. He wants to be a dad. Yeah. So he's at, so the logical conclusion, what do you do when you want to do that? You go to a dubstep show. Okay. <laughs> That's All where right. you meet potential mothers. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fertile women at the dubstep show. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Wow, my camera's out. God. No, Shallow end of the gene pool over yeah, there in Florida. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, um, Chupacabra. Right. So, yeah. So, Dubstep Show. He meets uh, a lady who he used to work for, his old boss, right? You, you feel me there? Okay. He meets his old boss at the yeah. Dubstep Show. Is she the Asian woman or is she yeah, the, she's the Mexican the, person she's knocking the, on his window? She's the Asian woman. Yeah. Who's the Mexican person knocking on the window? That's just a Mexican person knocking on his window. There's no hidden meaning there. Okay, is that yeah. Mexican person a dwarf because he said little Mexican? Or is it a child? I think, th I mean, they, they tend to be um, short in stature. I suppose as a it's kind of racist, but yeah. Is it though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know? I mean, I've, I've lived in the neighborhoods. I'm towering above everybody, you know? <laughs> so, look, I mean, it's a thing. All right, I guess Mexicans probably don't tend to be 6'2". All it's, that often. It's rare. Sometimes. It is rare, yeah. Um, so that's probably what he meant. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. all right. So you're in the Asian but, girl. Yeah. Beats her. She's fertile. Yeah. And he wants well, he to doesn't fill know. her with he his Well, he doesn't seed. know what happened. He doesn't know if he had sex with her or not. He knows he encountered he her. And here's the thing. If you, at your job, at some point, if Jizzy Jake worked for you, or maybe you're a bad example here, but... And then, and then he stopped working there because he quit or whatever. And then you met him later. Would you have sex with him? <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. Yes, yeah. You know, it's like one hand clapping. Um, so yeah, so that's that's where we're at. So he he's on yeah. a quest to become a father. Yeah, yeah. Lord have mercy. Uh huh. A sexy Asian ex boss, and had to drive her to the hospital room to have a happy little accident. You know, that's, that's what I'm hoping that happens. I don't think that's how it works, Jizzy Jake. Wait, he impregnated her, and the next day he drove her to the hospital to have yes. an accident? Yeah. And then he passed out of his car? Yeah. So it's, I doubt it's his. That's some miscarriage. Yeah, something. You know, my God. To be honest, though, I don't really know what fucking happened. Um, But that's just, uh, you know, that's where... So I just, like, you know, put my dick back in my pants, and I was like, Absolutely. And I fucking, um, and I honestly, I was the fuck, I'm 30 miles from my house too, so I don't really know how the fuck I got there or anything. Yeah, when, when I, like, I was talking to him at some point, he was like, oh yeah, dude, where's my hearse? And then as I got to talk to him more, I realized that actually every day for him is, is dude, is dude where's, where's my, my hearse? hearse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure he can't remember where he parks. Mm. Um, so I just stopped into a gas station and bought a gigantic knife, and, uh, now I'm just kind of like, driving home and not really sure why the fuck I'm here or how I got here or what the fuck I did or why my dick was hanging out of my pants. Uh, or how about why did you buy a gigantic knife? Yeah. That's, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. a lot of questions that yeah. need to be answered. And, the a, and a just scratch make lotto any sense. or something like yeah. what is, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm as confused as the next guy. But I mean, one. you know, I, uh, 
I greenlighted on Netflix as a series. Yeah, I, I totally he's got to figure it out. Yeah. You know, why is he? He's got a, he's got I, a knife. He's a man without a memory, without an identity, with a mission. He wants love. He wants family. But how? He wants to how pass did on a, those genes. how did an actual corpse get in the back of that hearse? And how's he got to cut it apart and put the torso in the canal? And know? is he going to have sex again with it? Yeah. Before he does that, yeah. with dismemberment. I don't know. I, I always mm. feel like there's a there's reason to Jizzy Jake's rhyme. Right. There really is. You know, I'm just hoping, uh, you know, you know, if I had a happy little accident, dude, like it would be nice to remember it. You know, right? Am I right? I'm fucking right. Yeah, you fucking I'm always right. All right. Um. Anyways, uh, sorry, just filling you guys in on the journey. All right. Bye. You could be Jizzy Jake Jr. Jake cubed. What? Would it be Jizzy Jake Jr., J-Cubed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or J-3? That wouldn't really be, yeah. <laughs> 3J. It'd be 3J. 3J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 3J, come on. Yeah, yeah. Get into the car seat Three, in the hearse. 3J Jackson. <laughs> uh, so what, yeah. what happened? I need to know this now, Jizzy Jake. Are you a father? He Is it your he kid? Doesn't, he doesn't know. Are you ever going to listen to Dubstep again? Yeah. I don't know. There has gotta, to be a we we need a sequel to this. Uh, you gotta you gotta check film. out the Netflix uh, special. You know. Yeah, the Netflix special. That's mm. what I want to see. Mm. <laughs> Called "Shallow End of the Gene Pool." <laughs> <laughs> Part mm. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, season one was great. Mm -hmm. Waiting for season two. Mm. <laughs> When's the last time you talked to good old? Jizzy Jake. I haven't been talking to anybody much these days. Oh yeah, you've kind of become non so Yeah, antisocial. I've become um, a paranoid maniac. Bit of a recluse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been. The in you still in buying the, West the bug wing. spray? Bugs biting you? Have to spray everything down? Yeah. 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 I got to spray it all down. That's what happens. Mm. That's what happens. All right. Mm. Speaking of uh, of um, I don't know antisocial miscreants, here's Schlitzy. Mm. Schlitzy calls in with an update about he had a weird thing, didn't he? Like steal his sponsees. Yeah, his sponsor. He was sponsoring a kid. Yeah. And he stole his sponsor, the sponsee's wife. Yeah. Now he's living in the house. Yeah. With a, he like basically just yeah. switched positions and took this yeah. took over this guy's life. Does he wear his clothes? Um, that's a good question. I wonder. You know? And you know, it sounds like a dumpster walrus move, but the odd thing, I think, I think, um, if you, if you talk to Schlitzie about it, he acts like he's living his best life <laughs> and maybe he is. <laughs> it's an accomplishment for Schlitzie. I don't know. I can't really say. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I've been, you know, I, I, I've been pretty trash baggy of late. So who, who am I to judge? You know, who am I to Pete Booty judge, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Don't be stupid, fucking kikes. It's your least favorite caller. Yeah, I know. I can't say it. Um, the update on. I wish he was our least favorite caller. I really do. I really, really do. Yeah, I think there's a couple other people. That yeah. The sponsor's wife. Um, I have moved out of my Oxford slash halfway house, um, mm. and I've moved in with her into their house. Um, he currently has a restraint, a TRO on him, so he can't, um, you know, come to the house. Um, sadly, I know all of this stuff cause we text every day. 
But you he's guys the, text he's the only back person. and forth. <laughs> he's not a real person, you know? So he's a, okay, I guess you've never met him in real life. I'm in contact with, you know? So it's easy just to text. Yeah. God. Yeah. I know all these details. So, uh, you know, until hopefully her, it gets granted um, uh, in a couple days to a full time. But if not, then um, it's certainly going to get interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, but I call in. Yeah, occasionally he will consult me for um, process serving advice. Wait, there's restraining he, orders involved. With oh, this, okay. So he's yeah. the husband of this lady that he's with. That is part of your skill set. Yes, so. it is. Um, oh, and we we uh, um, got a phone plan together. You know, like, this is kind of like my mo. I move super fast with women. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, last time I did this, uh, yeah, I did it. It did lead to a ten-year marriage. So, you know, um, I've done that, and I gotta say, it feels great. Ten-year marriage and thirty a life, the thirty years of trauma probably after that to yeah, get yeah, over yeah. this guy. Yeah, lifetime of trauma. Yeah, um, it is fun to 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 wreak havoc <laughs> on the lives of others as much or approaching the level you wreak it on your own. I can say that. Can't deny true love there, D. I know you've never felt that, you sack of shit. Um, <laughs> so I'm calling because of the full story. Um, so I had this. This guy, this guy falls in love while he's crossing the street every day. You know what I mean? He's one of these people that like every fucking, you know, month he's in love with, with somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a thing. I wish I, my God, if I could be that person. But I think that's why society has restraining orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird fucking habit. In the house with my ex-wife, our bathroom was like literally right outside the door of the bedroom. But I was on a lot of methadone, and I would lazily pee in a bottle um, in bed um, because I'm a fuck. That's the worst thing. That's That's pretty dumb. I've done that too, but it is disgusting. You like I mean, the only time I've ever done that is when I had like a roommate situation, and I didn't want to leave my room to talk to my roommate for whatever talk reason. To his friends. Yeah. I, in college, I had a I had a, a room in a basement, and mm. the bathroom was on the second floor. Yeah. So uh, okay, that's yeah. yeah. I have like that a big gulp or something. I was just pissing it, so I didn't have to mm -hmm. get out of bed. Sure. But now I mean, you just it's can't like, let the bottles. You can't let it become bottles. Well, you, you can't let it become bottles. You also can't let them like mm. build up because mm. at that point, you put down the wrong drink, you're going to mm. drink piss. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. Though, uh, you know, comedically, it's it's a godsend. You yeah, know? it could be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Fucking lazy sack of shit, and I don't know why, but we on methadone. I like to pee in bottles. It's weird, um, and uh, maybe easily five, six times. Um, in, in, in this many year venture of being on methadone, um, uh, while, while, uh, Mary, I'd pee in the bottle. Um, my ex-wife slept like a goddamn rock, so she never even heard me. Um, but I'd pee in the bottle and I'd leave it at the side of the bed. Um, and I always woke up before her, so she... So wait, she never saw the bottle? Cause I, th I think my girlfriend would be horrified. If I was keeping urine at the side of my bed because I was too lazy to get out of my fucking bed to walk 10 feet to the bathroom. She was also married to Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, all right, we got to drop the bar there yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Okay, drop so the bar way down. Okay, okay. Actually, stand on the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Stand on the bar and then slice someone's throat open with half of a scissors clutched between your toes. Yeah. Then we'll know. Then we'll never know. Um, and I would pass back out. And easily this happens in five, five to ten times where um, when I'm sleeping and I, w- I sometimes wake up because of, you know, flashbacks and trauma and shit. Night terrors. And, and when that happens to me, um, when I sleep, I get super fucking hot. Like, I run hot when I sleep. So I wake up, you know, um, um, from something, um, you know, normally a flashback. Um, and I fucking, I, I always have a, uh, water or a drink next to the bed as well because I, I, I this happens all the time and I got a drink. It's like Dick Van Dyke's Ottoman, you know, yeah. it's just like the comedy gods are just like, here you go. Here you go, like it's guys. It's like place, place there specifically yeah, yeah. for comedy. Yeah, yeah. Comedic intent oh there. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, I seriously, I would rather be in yeah. an Irish prison than have to sleep next to Schlitzy. <laughs> A co-ed Irish uh, prison. Not for all the fucking shamrock shakes and no, Kilkenny. You know no, what I mean? No, never. No. Um, many a time, I would grab the bottle of pee and drink it because it would happen like right, you know. <laughs> I like how he's making it seem like it's accidental. Dude, you were yeah. drinking your piss on purpose. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. You're too lazy to go get some water, so you're like, yeah. oh, fuck it. It's just urine. I'll drink it. Yeah. And you like the beginning of sequence of Waterworld a lot, all right? So, all right, here's part two. So yeah, a couple more than a couple times, I would yeah, take a more nice than a couple times swig of urine um, at fucking you know five in the goddamn morning, thirsty as fuck, um, and uh, I'd have to not react and in the disgust of my fucking horrible problems. And because uh, I didn't want to stir. Autoerotic water sports. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, 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 wife at the time and uh, spit it back in the bottle. Um, it happened so many times that like I stopped brushing my teeth afterwards because I was like, well, it's just my teeth. Um, See, he's, he's doing it on purpose. Yeah. No, like it became like an erotic thing. Like, God damn it. Nah, fuck it. I'm not going to brush my teeth. Um, and I will attest to uh, Harrison's thing with the uh, um, fucking um, um, having to, you know, uh, pee in a bottle for uh, clean urine. I've done that many a time. When I was living in Florida, I do crack every couple Oh, and save right. it. Yeah, yeah, you save it. Yeah, especially right before you fuck up, you know. Couple days, and I get drug tested every couple days, obviously. So right before I do crack, I... I you know what I realized when I was going to um, <clears throat> uh, Betty Ford um, intensive outpatient treatment? They can urine test for alcohol. Well, I didn't know they could do that. And it and it, it, in like, it stays in your system for like seven days or some shit. Can they tell what type of alcohol? Can it be no, like malt liquor so. versus like so, yeah. Yeah, wine cooler? Yeah, I don't like. But well, the bad news is your relapse. The good news is. It was 60-year-old scotch from a shipwreck. So, <laughs> that's classic. That's a good taste. Yeah, yeah. In a bottle, and the trick to getting it to body temperature is you do it in a small bottle, first of all, um, because they used to search it when you go, go in. And what you do is you keep it on your, you put it in your belt, under your belt, um, not a bottle that would crinkle it. 
like a nice dirty bottle and you put it on your belt and you keep it on you for about 10 to 20 minutes and your body itself warms it back up to body temperature because Harris is doing it in the sun apparently you can protect it the job that would heat it up too much um, and past 98 point whatever degrees that your body is supposed to be at um, so yeah you just keep it on your body and it warms it up to where it's supposed to be and you don't have like a super lot of pee so it takes a long time you know you just have like a smaller bottle um, with with uh, you know you know maybe uh, uh, you know an inch of piss at the bottom um, and and do that you have a look like a like a World War One veteran on your face right now. Well, I'm, you know what I'm thinking yeah. about. Mm. How much heroin do you think it would take for Schlissy to drink a like a I don't know a jar of your piss? Mm. Not much. <laughs> I don't think it would take much yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. You think one hit, mm. maybe like a bundle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like a they, bag, like a one bag. You yeah, think yeah. you'd drink a oh, whole yeah. jar of your urine? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> many a time um, um, until uh, it didn't and and apparently I, I forgot that I still had coke in my system I peed in the bottle and then did more crack and then um, you know got caught and kicked out one time both black and white is smoking crack tonight mm-hmm. you know alright go fuck yourself Harrison love you buddy you're awesome you're funny you're entertaining he, he, he wants to drink your urine, dude. <laughs> well, this is first for everything, you know. Mm. Truth, sorry, but you have given me like nine years of great podcasting, so you're okay. That is true. Keep, mm. keep it wrong. Keep it on your dog. What did he say at the end? Something about a dong. So keep it to keep it wrong. Something on your dong. Yeah. Um, to kind of, there might be a new thing to say. Mm. Wow, can't sub- I, I can't believe he got divorced. Who divorced that yeah. guy? <laughs> <laughs> your husband yeah. detoxing on fucking from heroin with his jars of urine next to yeah, his yeah, nice like that fucking, he drinks. Yeah. Like <laughs> trash bag Howard Hughes. <laughs> Yeah, there was there was a reason why you never saw the, uh, you know, the Mad About You episode about Paul Reiser's character's (laughs) fucking urine, his urine infatuation. Yeah, his urine (laughs) bottle bedtime habits. You know, I wonder how that. What the fuck, man? I wonder how the divorce proceedings went for that one. Do you think your wife was just like swish? This this isn't a bottle of Fiji water. This is my husband's urine. It's half drank, okay? That's why I want a divorce. And he's like, you get everything. Oh, he doesn't have anything. Okay, just... <laughs> you know <laughs> you who get, I heard? I heard... Just getting, you can so, go now. I heard somebody does that. I heard Jim Belushi does that. Saves his urine? Yeah, in he jars. Drinks it? Yeah. I don't know if he drinks it, but he saves his urine in jars. That's I'm not surprised. It's like John Belushi had, you know, cocaine and Jim Belushi, Jim Belushi has... saves urine. Says urine saving. God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wonder what his therapist thinks of that one. Mm. Well, uh, thank you there, Schlitzy, for sharing that story. <laughs> Very touching. Very touching, yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Did they make a Sandra Bullock movie about that 28 days later or 28 days or something? Uh, yeah, where she... Um, the zombies. She, she got out of rehab <laughs> to find out that the world was taken over by zombies. 
And she just drank her urine until yeah, she, she died. Just, yes. <laughs> that was the movie. That's good. And, and uh, she wore a blindfold. Should have won an yeah. Academy Award, that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people call Sick Around Hotline, 323-522-4032. We do get one email, the Sick Around Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, it comes from Scott. Scott feels broken. He goes, I feel broken, lads. Well, I think he's referring to watching the show on YouTube. Oh, okay. we're streaming it. We usually right. stream on Sundays. Sure. He goes, I feel broken, lad. Seeing Harrison singing to himself and D clambering under a table, the fourth wall is broken. <laughs> it's broken. Yeah. Um, how else am I supposed to get out of the room? Gotta go under the table. Um, I'm not sure I should be watching this live while drunk. It's 4.04 a.m. here. I should go to bed. Seriously, though, is that a Hands of Orlock poster? It's... Similar to one, but no. It's, it's uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, it's Frankenstein. So Frankenstein poster. But the artist, is, actually, I forget the name of the artist, but it's really cool. He, uh, he did, I got that at a Melvin show. Um, he says, what on earth is Trader Joe's? I think that's better left unsaid. It's better left unsaid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you need to know what a Trader Joe's is. You don't Joe's need to is. know. Yeah. It's yeah. an American thing. It's, yeah. We're not proud of it. Yeah. Joe is a horror. Yeah. Uh, the things he's done. Mm-hmm. The things I have to live with. Yeah. Uh, recommend he, more he, records. He, though. He's really kept the pace of atrocity with the the trail yeah. of horrors that Angela Lensbury set before him. Oh, definitely, he's My carrying God. on the legacy. Yeah, hey, you think drinking urine is gross? Mm. <sighs> I don't even want to say what he's done. Uh, recommend more records, though. Can't get over how good that Rocky Erickson record is. You know, you're damn right. He says I was a fan of the Thirteenth Floor Elevators previously, but I had no idea he'd I, he'd done anything solo. Rocky Erickson, so that the Evil One's a fine album. Oh, it's one yeah. of my favorites. I got a co- I got a vinyl copy of it recently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah you're yeah. telling me about that. An original too. It's a good record. Yep. <laughs> Recommend some more stuff. It's the best record I've heard in months. Hmm. You have a new record? You know, you know a record I like a lot mm. that been it's been in rotation too. Uh, the Gun Clubs, Miami. I've been listening to that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I like that one. And the Scientist, Weird Love. I've been listening to that recently. Okay. I'm trying to think of what else I've been. You, you know, you know who I just got into mm-hmm. too is Gene Clark. Oh, okay. I think he I have was some stuff. He's there. the weird dude from the yeah. beer, the birds. He was in the okay. birds, and they did you know Tambourine Man and all that. And then he just had a drinking and a drug problem. Mr. Tambourine Man. Yeah, Mr. Tambourine. Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> Man. Started doing some drugs. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, they kicked him out of the band. But he went solo. Mm-hmm. His solo stuff is great. White Lights, good, uh, good album. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Um, <clears throat> Well, I got that record. You know, I got Coven. Oh, yeah, Coven. Damn, I got the blood we, on we, interviewed, snow. Uh, we interviewed her, Jinx oh, Dawson, yeah, we on did, the show. We did interview her. Um, I, I listened a lot lately. I've, been, I've listened to a, a genre called um, Loner Folk, I would loner? say. Loner? Is that like outsider music? But I guess it kind of is. It's like weirdos, usually in the mid 70s up to the early 80s, who like put out a privately pressed record like maybe a hundred copies of it recorded in a basement or something you know or it's like four sisters who are crazy and live in the country in some kind of gray garden situation it's always like weird lonely weirdos those records are always like a part of a compilation usually Usually, yeah yeah. because the original you can't get the originals and i know you're very like a I'm all about the originals. You're all about the originals. This but is, some of that stuff This you is can. stuff I, yeah. I listen to and, you know, knowing that I can never 
own it on on vinyl but you could probably download it you can probably download like uh you can there's a whole community on youtube like outsider music i guess is kind of there's a whole community on youtube of people who actually buy these fucking things and put a loner folk put put they don't put the whole album out god forbid they put a song just to tease you you know what i mean um you should do a loner folk night at a bar here. Yeah, that'll be that'll go over really well. Like two people, It'll be about as many people listening to our show right yeah, now on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what I say. Yeah, I, I, I found a song recently. This isn't really loner folk. She was actually a person that did stuff. But uh, Judy Hensky, "Road to Nowhere." Check out Road that song. to Nowhere, weird song. Check that out there, Scott. Yeah. Um, he says, "I know how Wade and James feel after watching this." Oh, Mill Supply Satan. Check out oh, yeah, that song. I was going to yeah. end the show with that a couple weeks ago. We should do that next we week. We should do that. Yeah. Good one. Mill Supply. Uh, people support the show by becoming a Sick and Wrong patron. Just go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Uh, we've been posting a lot of stuff there recently, a lot of outtakes. Um, I know we were talking. That's the thing. Me and Harrison talk a lot of shit before we record the show. Talk about all sorts of stuff. I think we were talking about the uh, the massacre in New Zealand, which we is were. terrible, and um, and and cosplay zine. Yeah, yeah, there's a cosplay zine. So anyway, yeah. a lot of those outtakes, all those yeah. conversations, we don't include in the show, but we put them mm-hmm. up on Patreon yeah. along with a uh, an extra story and extra phone calls. Mm-hmm. So uh, so go check it out. Patreon.com/slash Sick and Wrong. Finally, here's Sick and Wrong song of the week. This is a Harrison pick. A band called Horse Lips. Horse lips but mm. not the word horse like horse lips yeah um mm. the the song's called sure the boy was green and what what, what is that song about <clears throat> honestly <laughs> i have no fucking idea um because Hard to they, understand they're they're like a i they're like a celtic rock band from the 70s you know yeah they, the, i mean this song's kind of heavy thing. it's got a good riff yeah um and they every, every one of their mm. albums like is is like most of their albums like have a story to them um and this one is i think it's off an album called aliens or something it has something to do with new york and aliens i don't know what the fuck it's i think it's maybe the first avengers movie i'm not sure um but they'll have like a lot of their albums are like one is called the tain which is like it's like an irish um the tain yeah an irish uh mythology saga about fucking fairies and it you says, know, sure, the boy was green shit. is the yeah. name of the song. It might be about yeah. a leprechaun. It might be. Yeah, they have a lot of Never shit done. about Irish folklore, you know. And leprechauns played a crucial role. They sure did. They, they sure did. shit did. Uh, so we're going to end the show here with uh, Horse Lips, Sure, the Boy is Green. People, I hope you had a good or you're having a good uh, St. Patrick's Day. Don't get too drunk. Don't, uh, don't urinate too much green beer on each other. Yeah. You know, but if you do... Um, if you're going to do one thing to celebrate the holiday, go get a shamrock shake. Put some Jameson in it. That's and, right. And, uh, yeah, go have a, you know, a female called Syndrome Child. Listen to Killarney and Killarney. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 679. Until then, take it sleazy. Woo! Start running away from everything, playing alone is part.
all those fish and kids, they think they know it all. Look at the little crazy guy swaggering down the hall. He could dance his way to freedom if you don't make him fall. Now you got him all to yourself, what are you gonna do? You're the one who set the trap, you know it's up to you. Call the shots over the page, you know you won't run through. Hitler goes, smiles and says, see, no one gives a fuck about the Jews. 